Welcome back to the Gnome Boys. Matt, Dirk, and Neil here for another episode on our whenever we can get to it schedule. Um, just keeping it fresh, I guess. Keeping you, keeping you on your toes whenever we're going to come out. Uh, how, are you, how are you doing, guys? Pretty good. Pretty good. Not too bad myself. How about you, Matt? I am good. I'm good. Got the, um, some Oscars talk a little bit. Uh, I'll be out you know, almost a week since that happened, so we'll see how much time we spend there. Talk a little Final Four action coming up this weekend. Maybe Neil will lead us on some NFL offseason topics there. See what we got going there. Um, but what are you guys? Any anything interesting going on? Anything to report? Harry Potter, Neil? Are you done yet? <laughs> uh, I, I thought I talked about this last time. I did finish the series finally. I'm just debating whether I'm going to read the was it is it the official or unofficial eighth book, The, the Cursed, Cursed Child? Child? Yeah. Um, I like, think it's not like officially canon. I I just yeah, I wasn't sure. I think I'm gonna read it regardless. I'm just not reading it right away here. I'm just gonna read read a few other things. I know a friend that has it, so I can just borrow it from her. And it's not that long either compared to the other ones either. Plus, it's it's not really like a book. It's the novelization of a play. So it has oh, I see. it has like the stage direction and things like right. that. In, unless it's been updated, I read it when it came out. Right. So that's that's the version I read. I don't know if it's been updated since then. That's but, true. So it's that's a how it, quick read. That's how it originally came out as a play, right? Right. And I know you can you can like still see it and everything. So that makes sense that that's how how it is. Yeah. Dirk, did you read the Cursed Child? No, I didn't. No, it's it's an okay story, but sure. If it was like officially part of the mainstream canon i don't think it works very well but it just has a one-off additional story sure. bad. i feel like i did read something that they asked daniel radcliffe like if he would be in the movie he's like no i'm done with that makes sense he's got he's got no reason to go back to harry potter no all right I, um did you go, did you guys watch the oscars let's jump into it so no, unfortunately I, I did not i was on the road but i mean I saw the gist of the the main the main things that happened. Well, I I've got a qu- a question for you guys because you're like the the perfect people to ask about this. All so right. they made were you were you guys aware of like the changes they made to the the format of the show? How they us. they were going to present eight awards with different presenters? No, they were going to present eight awards bef- that, while the red carpet was still going on. They weren't going to be shown live on the air and then they were going to be edited into the broadcast. Yeah. I didn't know based on that. your face, it looks like, looks like it's news <laughs> to you. Say that again and explain it. Like you're talking to a kindergartner. Okay. So they took eight awards and basically gave them the middle finger, which is how everyone took it, but they took eight awards and they were going to present them in the auditorium in the Dolby theater Mm-hmm. During while like the pre-show stuff was still going on, the red carpet and all of that, so they were gonna have the presenters give the awards, give the speeches, and all that. They weren't gonna show it live on air. 
and then they were going to edit that part into the broadcast. Yeah, I didn't know that. And like, did they get it that they justify why or just they were short on time, maybe? So that was the reason that they gave that it was they they're basically like an ABC mandate that it had to come in under three hours for the total runtime. Oh, I never heard about that. It ended up going like three the- and a half, like three and a half anyway. So great job huh. there. Um, so there's that. And did you were you guys aware of the Oscars fan favorite and the Oscars cheer moment? Nope. Based on the sounds, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> so the, the Oscars fan favorite was just like a fan vote of like what's your favorite movie of the year, pretty much. And it predictably got spam voted. Um, this Johnny Depp movie, Minimata, was like number three, which I think made a million dollars domestically. Like nobody saw this movie. Um, the completely trash Cinderella Amazon movie was in there. Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead actually won the award or quote unquote oh. won. And then the Oscars cheer moment was presented as what's like the most cheer worthy moment in movie history, not just of 2021 or 20, yeah, but just of all time. There were like three mo- or moments from this year. Then the Matrix and some scene from, I think, Showgirls. What ended up winning was a scene from Zack Snyder's Justice League where the Flash enters the Speed Force. Zack Snyder's fans are insane. They, the joke going around was that he could, be, he could win the presidential election if he ran based on his rabid fan base. But the reason behind those and a little bit of the, the cutting of the awards to kind of allow for other things was to draw in more mainstream viewers kind of like you guys you Hmm. watch movies a good amount but you're not like super dialed into film news and industry and stuff like that had you known about those decisions before that have made you any more likely to actually watch the oscars uh probably not i mean i I probably if i was actually at home or at a friend's house i probably would have watched it this week anyway either either way yeah i mean it's it's i don't watch all the awards but Oscars is definitely one, you know, I'll try to watch. Yeah, I echo that as well. <clears throat> so so basically, but those decisions wouldn't have swayed you either way of, oh, they're doing this fan vote moment. I'm going to watch for that. I think if anything, it would just make me more confused about what's what's happening. Yep. There, yep. There's that too. So there, there was a lot of nonsense that just happened that it was just ridiculous on like the some of the appearances like DJ Khaled came in at the very beginning for like 20 seconds and then just disappeared it was the most ridiculous thing ever they did did you watch any of the clips of like the the anniversary like montage tributes they did Mm-mm. so they did one for the godfather 50th anniversary makes perfect sense sure but in, but instead of actually talking about the movie they just showed some clips play with like modern hip-hop music playing over the top which made no sense but they didn't explain like, this is why The Godfather is so important to movie and culture. Just like, here are some clips of this movie everyone loves. On to the next thing. And then they did that with Pulp Fiction. But Pulp Fiction was a 28th anniversary. <laughs> like, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> exactly. It was like, yeah, wait two years. Do it for the 30th. But it was the same kind of thing. They just showed some random clips. They had Uma Thurman and John Travolta redo their little diner dance. Um it was just a whole bunch of just random stuff they kind of like threw together. And, and the thing is, they probably will do it again in two years, thinking like, oh, no one's gonna remember that. <laughs> well, the 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 worst thing is is that the viewership went up 
because last year I think was the lowest rated Oscars ever by viewership. So of course it was going to go up. And yeah. you know, the joke is that Hollywood always learns the wrong lessons. So they're probably going to equate, Oh, viewers went up. We must've done something right. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, like you mentioned off the top, the main thing or the, the big talking point, I guess was, <laughs> was Will Smith and, and Chris Rock. And this was when I knew you guys weren't at least watching at that point because there were no immediate texts coming yeah. through. You sent that text. I opened up Twitter and I was like, whoa, <laughs> I was like, dude, I got to look at this. Dude, Twitter, Twitter slowed down. Like yeah, pictures, anything like with media was taking a lot longer to load. And I'm talking not like a few seconds, but like 20 or 30 seconds sometimes. And it coincided with, with the slap as it's called it, slap heard around the world, which was oh, insane. It was, I mean, I because, do, I ahead. do like, I think it was like, Either you or Dirk or whoever posted it was uh, uncensored in Australia. So you get yes. to see everything going so, on. So everything, everything in the U.S. was was censored. And people were super confused because oh, yeah. Chris, Chris Rock made the joke. And then it, then the audio cut. We're like, okay, he must just be like swearing. You know, whatever. Makes sense. But then the, like the, the audio didn't come back. And I was like, what is happening? Did, like, did we lose the sound? Is he still going off on some rant of like cursing and then you see will smith go up there and he was walking back it's still cut and and no one has any idea if this was a staged bit or what happened and eventually in there was that one video from australia and then another one from japan which was also uncensored made their way around twitter and just blew up and then everyone saw the full extent of it and it was very clearly yeah. not staged but <laughs> so will smith just as Chris Rock said, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of him. So like clearly like in Australia and Japan, they don't care about it. But like in the US, what is like the the rule of thumb with like how many seconds they delay it before like so I, how much time I, they give themselves to censor something? I think it's a seven second delay. Okay. Um b- b- between like the, the live happening and and what you see. But yeah, there's enough time for them to to get the the edits and, and bleeps or just cut the audio in there. Oh man, I mean at that point they're just, they're scrambling to do whatever they can to like not get that shown. I mean, like what do you do in that situation? It's absolutely I mean it's the wildest thing I've ever seen happen live, like bar none. Right. Yeah, that's that's I mean that's definitely um in recent memory for sure. The only other thing I can think of uh was I don't remember the year, but the Justin Timberlake Janet Jackson and that 2004 was like, like i looked fight. that up too yeah it wasn't that, like a that fight was, but that was a big one like that i would have seen twitter probably popping off if it was around back then that was the other thing that i thought of um but i think this one beats it mainly because the the half that that ended the halftime show right right mm-hmm. yep so that was done and then they went to the game yeah, they really have to acknowledge it the game. here there were still a few awards to give out, including the one, <laughs> the one that, that everybody won. knew was going to Will Smith. Oh, that Best just... actor hadn't been announced yet, but it was a foregone conclusion that he was going to win that award, that he was going to have to give an acceptance speech in 10, 20 minutes after doing this. So his speech was just, a lot of it was just him apologizing, but not directly apologizing his, his to Chris speech Rock. Was, he, he never mentioned Chris Rock in that apology, yeah. but his speech was super uncomfortable. He was mm-hmm. like, tying in Richard Williams as an overprotective father love makes you do crazy things and it's like you think, dude, you, you just you think assaulted somebody like you, think you can't just like explain that away that's the wild part because I mean we, we we were witnessing a live like PR spin zone of this like there was no 
it wasn't like it happened at the end and then he he left and you know gathered himself and made a statement the next day mm-hmm. it was he and his team and apparently denzel and tyler perry as well like calming him down and and it was just like a live pr management it was absolutely wild it seemed like people thought uh pr management wise that he did a pretty good job with that speech what do you think I don't think so because he was basically <laughs> trying to justify what he did. Yeah. And he like yeah. played off. It's like, yeah, one smack. Yeah. It could have been a lot worse. He could have actually like started beating him, but still it's like, I mean, obviously I've never been in any sort of similar <laughs> situation by any sort of percentage of that. But, and so like, I feel like given the time that he had to come up with something, it wasn't terrible, but in big picture, it was pretty uncomfortable, the, the stuff he was saying and trying to just like play it off. But I mean, this supposed like crowning achievement for his career is just forever marred by this. Oh, it all was always to be tarnished with what, what happened here. Yeah. yeah, that's just, oh man, that does really, uh, I mean, I guess he did it to himself, but that sucks so much. Like, you know, he's been... For years now, probably, uh, you know, working up to this. To this yeah, I mean, it's his and... second, maybe third nomination. Hasn't won. He's, he'd been getting made fun of for the whole, like, his marriage with, with Jada and everything like mm-hmm. that. And oh, like yeah, how they talk. go about that, the Red Table Talks. And he's just been eating shit for two or three years. And then, and then this happens, and he just can't compose himself. Well, what do you think? I mean, clearly we saw him laughing at the joke at first. Yeah. And then so what, what, that's, Jada, that's Jada gave the him the look. Thing. And then so, he was like, yeah, All if, right. you, if you rewatch the clip, Will Smith is laughing. Now, it could have been, I'm just going to laugh because I don't want to seem like I'm pissed off. I'm just going right. to go with the joke. But Jada looked pissed from, oh, the, yeah. from the moment that, mm-hmm. that he made the joke. Um, so that's kind of like the only uncertain part is, did she say something or did he notice her getting pissed? And then he did it, or did he laugh, trying to like just get through it, ignore it, and move on, and then notice her, and then and he and he didn't like it from the beginning. That's like the really only unclear part because that's when the camera cut. We saw him laughing, her pissed off. The camera cut, and then he's walking up to the stage. Right. I mean, that's why I was like confused. I with all the camera cutting, I wasn't exactly sure what exactly happened in the in the in the correct moments. That's part of why some people thought it was staged because they saw yep. him laughing and then yeah. goes up and then, I mean, who knows, but like the, the best argument I've seen against that and not that, not that I even remotely believe that it's true, but like I said, this is his crowning achievement. He's mm-hmm. not going to mess that up for just a random bit for the Academy. Yeah. That, Cause that, I mean, if that was fake, I think people would have looked back on it and been like, what, why did that just happen? Um, and I agree. It's, it's like, there's no point in do what, what do you gain from that? Really? Besides like a little viral moment, I suppose that's just fake in the end. And the, then, the only thing it would have been was ratings for the Oscars. That's the yeah. only thing it would have been, but it came with like 30 minutes left in the show. Like right. do that at the beginning. You're not, no one's tuning in at that I, point. I'm, people I'm sure tuned in, but oh, yeah, afterwards it's, it's, yeah. For, it's for the end. But, but Twitter was, I mean, one of the, like the all time Twitter nights was, was yeah. Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that uh that was one. I was thinking it you'll <laughs> never <Twitter> realize <laughs> you'll never realize just how many more thousands, maybe millions of people are just way funnier and wittier than you are 
than on yeah, like a Twitter true. night like this. Just people just firing off like jokes and one liners like, oh, that's a thousand times funnier than anything <laughs> I could have come up with. And I thought yeah. what I had was pretty good. And then you see these people like, oh yeah, that that's way better. Or the uh, opposite way where they're, you know, people just throwing stuff at the wall and there's some trying too hard. They're just like, all oh, right, um, you could have kept that one. Did you see the Judd Apatow tweet? Uh, was that the one where, when he was like, he could have uh, died or something like that? He could have killed, oh, yeah, I think he deleted it, but he basically said like, yeah, he could have killed them. It was, um, and so people kept referencing the, the Adam Schefter assault tweet yeah. with the, the Miles <laughs> oh, Garrett, um, Mason Rudolph with the helmet. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to find exact. He deleted it, but I'm going to see it. Someone's got to have it, have it saved somewhere. Um, if I can come up with it, it's got to be there. Nope, that's not it. Um, he could have killed him. That's pure out of control rage and violence. They've heard, they've heard a million jokes about them in the last three decades. They're not freshmen in the world of Hollywood and comedy. He lost his mind. All of that rest of it is true. But that he could have killed him. Just yeah, and that's how he starts yeah. it off too. It's coming in so hot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Oscars for the ages, for better or for worse, I suppose. Did you? Were you happy with the winners? The choices? So what I was gonna do here is I'm just gonna run down the categories. You tell me if you've seen the movie or not. And oh, we'll, this gonna be a lot of no's for me. And we'll, <laughs> and we'll, and we'll talk about them. Okay. Um, best picture went to Coda. Yeah, that's a good nope. one. You haven't seen Coda, Neil? You know, there's a lot of things on my to-do list, including a lot of movies, man. Code Code is a good one. Dirk, you've seen it? Mm-hmm. Did you like yeah, it? Yeah, that was uh, I was happy with that. I think we talked about this like a while ago, actually last year at some point, but we both uh, agreed that was you had said code on another one. Um, I think maybe mm, I forget which other one you said you liked, or, or that you personally wanted to win. Oh, yeah. But then I, it's Bel- one we Belfast were was, my, was my number one. Yeah, movie Belfast. Of the year. That's what it was. But, that's what it was. And that was kind of running as a favorite for for a while, like at the beginning of the award season season, and then just dropped off a cliff. Yeah. Are you a little sad? Don't look up. Didn't win. No, no, sir. They went home with zero. Oscars that one I as, saw as it should be, as it should be. Um, also in best picture. Did you guys see Drive My Car? No. Nope. Not one of my favorites, but recommended because everyone should see more foreign films. Oh, sure. it's yes. I read about this one and not watched it. Okay. Best director was Jane Campion, Power of the Dog, Netflix one. Yeah, that was a good one. I remember we talked about that too. I don't think I've seen it. The one Your with Jesse Benedict Cumberbatch. It was fun. Oh, Jesse no. Clemens and Kirsten Dunst. I have not. No. Okay. Um, best actor, Will Smith, King Richard. I think you guys have both seen that. Yep. Uh, best actress, Jessica Chastain, Eyes of Tammy Faye. Nope. Nope. Probably don't need to see that. She's super good in it, but the movie is very, very average. Uh, best supporting actor was Troy Kotzer and Coda. Um, supporting actress, Ariana DeBose, West Side Story. Nope. Nope. Do you guys like musicals? Not particularly. No, they're not my favorite like movie. I, I mean, I've enjoyed it more like in person. Like seeing yeah, the show, but that. like not in like the movie format. Disappointing. Very disappointing. <laughs> um, original screenplay, Belfast, Kenneth Branagh. Have you guys seen Belfast? No, I, I need mm. to because it's your number one. A lot more no's here. Uh, adapted screenplay was Coda. Um, animated feature, Encanto. Yes. Yep, saw that one. What did you guys think of that? I like that. I'm, I'm glad I won. Did you... Uh, uh, 
Did you like Raya better, Hambone, or did you like Raya? It? Raya was in my top ten movies. Really, I loved Raya. I think it was number nine, eight or nine. I mean, those two I, are very I loved it. They're very different. I don't know. They're hard yeah. to compare because, like, Encanto's got like the classic, you know, Disney, the songs and all that stuff, where Raya doesn't, you know, doesn't have that. That's one thing I liked about Raya, though, is that I mean, I think honestly, I might have enjoyed it more if it was a musical, because it's kind of sure. like Mulan, which just slaps so hard. Um, but but Raya, it's just like it's a regular, and I don't say regular, that's the wrong word, but it's it's a more traditional, I guess, just yeah. dramatic kind of war movie. Yep. That happens to be animated. I mean, it makes it a little more accessible, but animated doesn't have to be this only for kids type medium. Right. Yeah. Those two are the, my favorite animated. Did you guys see uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines? Uh, no. I did not. No. That's another Netflix one. I think you both would really like that one. I assume it's animated. Yeah, that was one of the other nominees. Um, international feature, the other, which would drive my car, but another one that w- was nominated that you should both watch is The Worst Person in the World. That movie rules. That movie's so good. I don't, like, I don't think I've seen that either. Let me, yeah. let me take a look here. That I mean, one's like a, I know I like a romantic comedy, romantic drama. It's, it's so good. One. I'm sure I, I mentioned it at some it, point. Yeah, yeah, you definitely mentioned this I, one. Do you have a question though? I remember hearing about this a couple of years ago. Like, are people still giving fits about like Netflix movies getting nominated? So not like publicly, but um Sean, you guys know Sean Fennessy from The Ringer? Yeah. Um, he he's their their movie guy, host of the big picture. He had a tweet, I'm just looking it up here, about the like Netflix's big um Oscar. Um, in, in the last three years, Netflix's three big Oscar plays, The Irishman, Mank, and The Power of the Dog, have three wins out of 32 nominations. Yeah, I would say because The Irishman and, is like the first time I like heard about like people throwing a fit about Netflix yeah, movies. Irishman, I think, went 0 for 10 right. nominations last year. Or, I, mean, I, I, I mean, I, I saw it. I wasn't some huge fan of it. it so, so you told me uh, Home Sweet Home Alone didn't win anything? this year uh that's disney plus that's not netflix so that movie that movie just blows um i don't know if there's actual backlash against netflix but i mean coda is an apple tv plus movie so uh, true it it was it became the first streaming movie to win best picture so i don't know that it's a streaming necessarily you know people against a streaming movie but with um netflix I don't know if there's something specific to Netflix because they like started the whole streaming boom. Um, but I, I don't, I don't think that's really the case anymore just because if, if it was a streaming thing, Coda wouldn't have won. Sure. Unless it became between, you know, a quote unquote lesser of two evils and they just went with Coda, the not Netflix, but I mean, it's, it's Apple. Apple's every bit as big of a company bigger actually than Netflix is. So no, like you said, still like it still came to a streaming platform. That's how it got to the public. Yeah. So we'll see. It'll be in- interesting to see next year on because I'm sure Netflix they they've got one or two awards plays every year. Um, but Coda also broke a bunch of like it's a, it just shattered statistical precedents for winning Best Picture. Um, won't get into it all, but just like certain nominations it didn't have at the Oscars, certain awards it didn't win or wasn't wasn't nominated for prior to the Oscars, a bunch of like the Guild Awards, missed out on a bunch of that stuff, which usually indicates something will not win Best Picture, like won't even mm-hmm. be in the running. 
so we'll see if that's a, a one-year anomaly or if it's kind of the, the changing of how that works. Um, you guys saw Dune, right? Mm-hmm. Neil, you haven't seen Dune? Oh, you definitely saw Dune, Neil. I, feel like I you have love that not one. seen it yet. <laughs> Man, that that's surprising. I, I yeah, figured there'd I be a fair amount of no's. Well, I remember I, it came out on HBO and I was like, okay, I'm going to eventually watch it. I didn't realize it had an end date. And then I just never went to go see mm. in theaters. Is it back on HBO now? I think it is. They put it. I think they put it back in HBO before like voting closed. Okay. Um. So people could have easier access to it. Um. It is on HBO Max again. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll start tonight. It might take me a few nights. I know it's a. It's a long one. I think yeah. You'll like two that yeah once I sit on that couch after dinner, you know, I'm on a. <laughs> I'm gonna shot clock there. <laughs> Taking a time bomb. <laughs> Very true. But uh, Dune Dune won six Oscars, the biggest winner of the night. Okay. Bunch of the bunch of the te- the technical categories. Um, did you either guys read the book or there's multiple books? I think there's a bunch of books. I own yeah, the first is it, one. Is it like a? Tr- I thought it was like a trilogy or something like that. So there's, I think, like there's so thought many. Of yeah, I was on a the first one time. The first three, I think. So th- the first one, just Dune, is one of the most acclaimed sci-fi novels of all time. Like okay. anything sci-fi that, that came after Dune is influenced in some part by Dune. Like Star Wars took a lot from Dune. Mm-hmm. A lot of that, um, anything in that genre pretty much takes something from Dune or some inspiration from Dune. Um, and then the second and third books, I believe are supposed to be pretty good. And then after that, I well, from what I've heard is that it just, just falls just peters off sure. yeah that's what i've heard but again i've only purchased the first book so i don't really have <laughs> much input specifically there to include there but part two is coming and that's very well could just crush just dominate the oscars when it comes out but yep all right um some good oscar talk march madness how are your brackets doing boys <laughs> not so great no, serious? Dirk and Dirk and I were one together. Uh, I think Dirk, you still have a chance at third, but like Kansas yeah. has to lose. I think it's the only way you can get third. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's. Okay, I mean, but... I'm out. I'm out of the running for. for yeah, anything, that was. But... Who do you guys have in the final four? Let's see. I had I... like nothing fancy. Gonzaga, Kentucky, I think. Kansas. I don't remember my last one. Yeah, I had Gonzaga and Kentucky as well. And then the other side, I had Auburn, who lost in the second round, and then Houston, who made a run, but just fell short. Yeah, I had Gonzaga, UCLA, Tennessee, and Kansas is all I have left. But I had them winning it all. So I can still oh. I can still win. But nice. it's it's a piss poor showing in this. The, the one I do, I'm only doing one this year. It's pretty small. No one's doing well. Oh, I mean, unless they had Kansas or Duke, like no one's. Yeah. It's, I mean, no, it's no one's going to have, no one's going to have UNC. I mean, yeah. No. I feel like it's, I'm, Duke's I'm at, I'm at 40% here. right now of, of correct <laughs> picks and I can, I can still win. Duke's going to win for sure. They're going to beat UNC. Oh, don't probably. Say that. Don't and then say beat that. Kansas. Don't because say like, that. Did you see that tweet the other day? Ambone? Uh, like, which one? Uh, Kansas was their first champion or coach K's first championship. That's who he beat. I think it was Brandon. Oh. If I'm thinking correctly. No, and that's, like, that's um, too much of like a storybook ending. Yep, exactly. And then did I read it like this is the first time he's playing UNC in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, it's like something and like something. Like Wait, that. what? That's what I that's there's I something that, like thought that blew my mind too. Like, yeah, there's some crazy stat like that. 
squads. And not just in the final four, but just in the tournament ever. That's what I thought I read. Yeah. I have not that I don't believe believe you, but I no don't know that that I No, it did yeah, it didn't sound accurate either. I mean, I didn't fact check it, I just read it. I'm gonna try to look that up right now. That I mean, granted, when it's a 64 or 68 team tournament, any sort of combination is is possible, but he's basically there all the time. Yep. Yeah. Um yeah, you search for him, but I'm having trouble. Duke, North Carolina, meet an NCAA tournament for first time. There we go. That's crazy. It's not just for Coach K. It's just Duke UNC is oh, the first all time. time. That's what's crazy. It will be the 258th meeting between I mean, the Blue Coach K has been there for about 100 years. So. But, the, <laughs> yeah. but the first time they have played in the NCAA tournament. That's insane. Yeah, that really is. I, I never, I guess, thought about that before. I just but I guess, they had. Yeah, that's, I mean, I guess they kind of, they, I mean, I guess if they're both often highly seated, they both have to make a run to reach it. True. Like they're not going to be in the same region. Yeah. Or yeah, that's they true. both need to win probably two or three games. Cause I feel like more often than not, if they, they either have a real crap season where they just miss it. Or they're mm-hmm. in there as probably like a top three, maybe top four seed. Right. Yeah. Also, for the most does part. The, does the selection committee take that into consideration, like people within your conference and like kind of try to space everyone out? I would assume so. I think they do. Yeah, like, I think I, so. I think you'll never play a conference opponent in the first round. Right. And I, but I don't know how far that extends. But, but yeah, there is some consideration there, but I don't know. Like if they would never put Duke UNC in the same region, or if they just separate them by by a round at least. Right. I mean, because UNC was only an eight seed, so if Duke had gotten a one, you know they would have played them in the in the second round at some point. True. Yeah. Potentially, or potentially if they were in the same same region. So that's that's wild. But so you think it's going to be Duke? Do you th- do you have Nova or Kansas then? Kansas for me. Yeah, kind of got to go with Kansas. Yeah, I I mean. I I wouldn't mind a, a UNC Villanova yeah, match. Nice. Oh no! I mean, just like turn, that, that turn game. It that game down. was so. That game was so nuts. That game was insane. Talk about, that? Like, 2015, talk about 2015. Talk about wild things seen live for sports. That's one of them. The, yeah, the ending yeah. of that game. Yeah. Kendall Marshall thinks he wins it. Then Archer Archer Diacono just pulls up. Mm-hmm. I mean, that insane. was. I can just picture that. Yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. I I can I can perfectly visualize the the Kendall Marshall kind of double clutch three. And then just, yeah, yeah, exactly. An illustrious <laughs> NBA career. I think it was with the Bucks for one year. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a year. Uh, I I think the one the clip I remember the most is they had like a uh, like a corner angle of the court and like the security guard is like watching from the jumbo screen. Oh yeah, and then just the face he makes afterwards. <laughs> was it a happy or sad face or just like or just oh just a surprise just an, in awe face? Yeah, yeah. That'd be such the hard. That'd be like the hard, the hardest thing about being a security guard and like a sporting event. Yes, even a concert. Well, because if you think about it, like you guys have been to the Lambo or the football games, the security guards are just facing away from the crowd. I mean, facing the crowd away from the field the entire game. Yeah. I wonder how many people have gotten fired for just watching, like turn on just just watching games. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you get like a little warning or what it is, but it'd be very difficult not to. Or even like the jumbotrons, you're supposed to be like if you're in the end zone, you're supposed to be looking at the crowd, you know? How right. do you, like two minutes left in the fourth quarter. I'd for sure like you be- hear a big cheer. Like, how do you not look? Like, yeah, wonder, exactly. maybe they maybe they only hire people who hate sports. <laughs> I mean, I always yeah, thought about that with, ref- with referees too. Like, uh, just gotta just love the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, they don't like any teams. They just love the pure sport of football. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rob Lowe, I mean, he, the NFL hat. Oh, yeah, just, that's true. <laughs> just a fan of the league. <laughs> fan, fan of rules and integrity and people mm-hmm. playing fair. <laughs> yeah, the the referee part, though, I've always thought of. Because, like, everyone's got a hometown team or a right. childhood team that I feel like it'd be hard. hard. I mean, obviously, they do it. I don't know that that refs or umpires have explicit hometown. Bi- I mean, they, they talk about the hometown calls and things like that, but I think if it was super obvious, people would be getting fired left and right. True. I mean, one could argue that, you know, p- the players playing also have their home team that they grew up with, but I feel like that's a lot different once you're playing in the game. Yeah. That's, uh, that, that's, that's very different. Like if, I was a big football player and got drafted by the Packers. I think that first, like that first second, actually, no, I'd be so pumped. I would hope at least like, Hey, I'm in the NFL. Who gives it, who, who cares what right. team I'm on? That's what, that's what it should be. It shouldn't matter yeah. who took It's like someone wanted to take you. you yeah. It's like, happy. sure. If I could rank the team I'd want to go to Packers may not be <laughs> in the top 29, sure. but at the same time, if it's NFL or no NFL, I'm choosing the NFL. At sure. That point. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's it is interesting to think about. Do you have you guys ever done like full on refereeing or umpiring for anything? I have uh, not. No, I did the umpiring for uh, like a one summer for little league, like eight year olds, probably <laughs> nine year olds. So yeah, it was it was more just like that wasn't parents weren't crazy at that that age yet is all I no. remember. Because I, I do I, remember seeing that other or like the other end of that happening. I signed up to umpire for one summer. I did two games. Absolutely hated it. Yeah. Completely, <laughs> yeah, sure. completely hated it. But how, the other thing how is, old? Um, I was probably like 12, which is just in, like, you know, umping probably, yeah, like eight or nine year olds. Yeah. But like a 12 year old controlling a, a, a sports game, like a competitive sports game is just it's just insane i mean you're just asking for chaos yeah definitely. yeah and they basically gave us like no training they just assume that oh you you play little league here you know the rules of baseball <laughs> and like i do but it's very different when you're in the position to make the calls right yeah than just playing a game and was just... a were you on your own or did you have like field umps too no so there, there was for for those games there was one behind the plate and one in the field so i did, I did okay. one game of each the the behind the plate one of the worst experiences of my life. Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> Honestly, looking now that it's what 15, 20 years past, I would love to see like the K zone of all the calls I made. I cannot sure. imagine how inconsistent and bad it was. Yeah. And like, how excited were you like to do it? You're like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. Like to do in the summer, make some money. Honestly, as soon as I got behind the catcher. Before the first pitch, I was like, oh, this is gonna this is not gonna be fun. <laughs> I, I realized it right away. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was not great. Um, but it's a good experience to realize how terrible that job is. 
you really gotta gotta love love that to go through with it. All right, uh, Neil, you were all hyped about talking about some NFL trades and free agency. What do we got? I mean, by hyped, I sent one text message and you guys agreed to it. So <laughs> should we do a quick ranking? No, I give that one a thumbs down. Remember? No, well, uh, we can Come say on, that. Man, we, we can say that for another time. Why don't you um, like having fun? I'll start off with it's actually non-trade talk, which is it's been a hot NFL offseason with trades, but we have Detroit with a double winner here. They get a hard knocks and the NFL draft. I think the NFL drafts in two years. Yeah, they get it's it. twenty-three. Okay, maybe so it's twenty-four. Twenty-four. Yeah, I think, I think right. it's in twenty-four. 24 yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. So, if anything, what are you two looking most forward to in Hard Knocks this season? Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Quintus Cephas, so I'm actually looking forward to seeing him. But uh, <laughs> besides that, I mean, I, I personally know, I want mean, to see Detroit go out, get a quarterback, and just watch the duel between him and Jared Goff during this. Oh, yeah, season. that'd be fun. Tim Boyle, he might he might move the meter a little bit. I'm excited for Dan Campbell. Yeah, oh, I mean that's that's why they picked. That's why. Oh they're, yeah, they're yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and they're they're such like a plucky story because they were so much better than their record indicated by mm. by all accounts. And I mean, when you got Dan Campbell just like hyping up his team, coming close to tears, then those press conferences, like that's the kind of guy you want in hard knocks. And right. yeah, that's the reason they did oh, it. Oh, that's what they're gonna I, get. I cannot wait. I I I'm really curious to see how he and Jared Goff like actually interact. And I like, I've never seen Jared Goff as being a vocal guy. Exactly. So he's just going to be like, yeah. you know, very quiet as Dan's pretty much talking over him the whole time. He's like, oh, okay, coach. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Campbell's going to be <laughs> yelling, super emotional, and Goff's going to be like, yep. Yep. Good stuff, coach. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I can, are they doing the, the in-season one again? I hope oh, not. I didn't even watch question. it this year. Yeah, I didn't either. I completely forgot about it until someone was like, oh, hey, Hard Knocks in-season is on. I mean, the main reason I watch Hard Knocks is to have football when football's not on yet. So it's like that, during yeah, during the midseason, I'm it's just a, not interested because real football's on. Yeah, it's a perfect like hype up in the summer. Right, exactly. It is so hit or miss, though. I'm sorry. Did you did either of you guys say you watched it? No, not the end season. No, no. Like nothing I feel really like... about the nothing really about the Colts really excited me. Yeah, if it was the yeah. Vikings, I probably would. Sure. Or if a team that got picked all of a sudden had some midseason drama. Right. Like, I hate to say it, but if the Raiders had gotten picked, I probably would have tuned in. Sure. Or or if Cleveland had gotten picked, I probably would, would have watched. Or like Tampa Bay with Antonio Brown, you know? Like yes. Something like that. Yes, exactly. Um, but there's no way, because they, they plan out ahead of time, like well in advance, right? Because they announced, wasn't it before the season started? Uh, it was pretty early. I don't remember how early it was, but it was pretty early on in like, well, yeah. before, I think it, it might've been before the season started. Yeah. Cause they just made the whole thing like for the first time ever, it'll be in season one. Yeah. I think, I feel like it was right. I think it was like when the season season had started, just started. Cause I remember being like, what? That was out of left field. Right. You think it would have been better if they dropped it, if they dropped the announcement later. like no later. Hmm. Yeah. Like, maybe. Like tomorrow night, hard knocks in season, or like next week, hard knocks in season, and don't and don't sure, give people yeah. time. Wait, yeah, just go off the surprise announcement. Yes, yeah. I, I mean, so. if you want Twitter to talk about it, then yeah, you you do something <laughs> like that. Yeah, but pe- me, big big time agencies don't understand 
how how Twitter works. Like the Academy, they they <laughs> they. I won't, I won't spend much time on this. They couldn't foresee how awful their Twitter vote category, you know, unofficial categories would go. Mm-hmm. Anyone who works in social media or is like our age could have told you this is going to go poorly if you let Twitter vote and determine this. And then it yeah. did. Like they they do not know how to utilize social media or they don't want to give like the younger employees the the opportunity, I guess. I don't think they know better than them. But any sports league, pretty much like baseball, just butchers how they handle social yeah, media. Yeah, they're terrible at it too. MLB is horrible. But do you think that the Oscars just needs like a Nickelodeon uh, screening? <laughs> no, no. What they did for Ab- the playoffs? Ab- Dude, absolutely. absolutely like, what do you mean? Absolutely. Maybe not. for the kids, bro. It no, doesn't ab- mean you have to watch not. it. Absolutely not. The, the Oscars, there, there are some Jeez. things that you don't mess with. Didn't think like, that was going to get shot down so fast. No, they basically tried to make the Oscars a sketch show this year, and it was like roundly hated. But I'm saying if they need more viewers, guaranteed all all the same with the NFL, what they did for the for the playoffs. Kids would watch that. But kids kids are already watching football. I don't I don't think many kids are watching yeah, the so Oscars anyway. Viewers. No, I remember watching the Oscars as a kid, and I was like, I don't know what any of these movies are. It's not yeah. that I didn't even, even see them. It's like, I don't even know think what they about are. If, uh, Chris, if some slime got thrown on Chris Rock after he got slapped or something like that. Boom. There's they, some viewers. They have that. It's called images. the Nick Choice Awards. They already have this. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying you just have a specific show each year for the Oscars from Nickelodeon. Guarantee no. younger, the younger audience would watch. No, because like Neil said, they're going to have no idea of the actual like movies or aside from probably the two actor wins at best, they're not going to know who any of these people are. They're not going to yeah, care that's about why they broadcast has the, to do an incredible job. The, the set designer who wins the Oscar. It's not going to mean anything to them. All right. When it happens, I'll be here waiting to hear from you too. And I will and be then furious. We'll, and then it'll <laughs> yeah, I didn't say you'd be happy. <laughs> and then it'll happen. And we'll be right here to let you know how bad it was. Yeah. I, again, I didn't say it would be good. I very much agree with that. But I just well, you're the one saying they should do it, and now you're saying it's going to be bad. If, they, if they're looking for strictly for viewers, that's how you get them in. It might work for one year, just for people to tune into how much of a disaster it is. <laughs> but it would be, be it. it would be, it would be hated. Who would be the MVP of uh, this last <laughs> Oscars? Uh, Chris Rock, probably. Yeah. Mm, yep. Absolutely. The way he just uh, pushed on through. Like he made a bad, didn't even rub his face. Like it was a, it was an unfunny joke. It was a tasteless joke, but it's also the Oscars. Like every ceremony, people are going to make jokes that offend, offend right. people in attendance. That's just what mm-hmm. happens. Um, but yeah, so Will Smith smacks him and then Chris Rock is like laughing it off. Yeah. And then he was he a little rattled. He did some of the, some a little bit. Like, but well, I think my favorite joke. part was when Will Smith first got up and Chris Rock is like, oh, here comes Richard. <laughs> and but you, he seemed like he was going to say a joke at one point. That's what I was like just going to say. He does say like, I could or I'm gonna. And then yeah. he stopped himself. He I mean, he could have gone off and just <laughs> yeah. like run a quick five, just tearing Will Smith <laughs> apart. Sure. That would have been incredible. But that would have been wild. That I mean, would have just. It, I mean, he's Smith might have come back after that they come back again if, if yeah, rock had just started in again madness and it, w- it would have just ended the show yeah but you know chris rock in his next whenever his next like late not as probably late on appearance but whenever he has does another stand-up special or a show 
Yeah. He's going to find a way to talk about this and it's probably going to oh, be really absolutely. Funny. Yeah. I, th- I thought I saw he's going on tour this summer, which is going to be crazy if so. Yeah. I actually looked up his, looked up his Twitter to see if he had said anything and probably smartly. So he, he didn't, um, ego death world tour 2022. Um, but he hasn't like, he hasn't tweeted or anything since like early March, but, uh, yeah, he might have some, some new bits to add to that, add to that set now. Yeah, definitely. Oh, he's coming to Minnesota, June 23rd and 24th. Might need to look at the tickets to that. (laughs) Better lock in those tickets. Yeah, you should. Let's just see what they cost. What do you what do you think? Friday night at Mystic Lake Casino in June. 75 bucks. Neil? Uh you know, I, I have no idea. I would go yeah, I have no idea. I'll go I mean it's at the casino. I'll go sixty two dollars before taxes and fees. <laughs> 99 is the lowest I'm seeing. Well, yeah, those probably skyrocketed after after uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> after Sunday. With the highest at oh the VIP package is 400. Or the there's a couple different. The highest VIP mm. is 400. I would never pay 400 bucks. <laughs> I might pay 100 though. I mean, it probably would be worth it. I think He's I norm I normally wouldn't. I don't know if there's any comedian I'd pay a hundred bucks to go see. I, I went to uh do you guys know Nate Bargatze? No. Mm-mm. I went to a show of his this summer, um, and tickets were like sixty or seventy, and it was it was worth. I mean, he's he's super funny. I like him a lot. He has two specials on Netflix. Um, so if you like if you like stand up and watch and watch a stand up, those are both really good. But you have you guys been to a stand up show? Yeah, I've been to a couple of them. Yeah, same here. Like act for actual like, comedians you knew of, or was it more of just like there's a show at this place? Let's just go to it. Mostly the second one. I don't think there's like a super famous comedian I've seen. I don't think so. Neil, hold on, I'm just trying to. Oh, Nick Offerman. That's who it was. I saw him. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw my buddy got tickets from work. And he was at a theater in Milwaukee. And we went to go, went to go see him. So that was pretty I good. I don't know that I knew he did. Was it like regular stand-up? Traditional stand-up? Yeah, pretty much. Huh. I didn't know he did that. Nice. When when was that? Uh, I was the pre-COVID. I want to say probably 2019. Okay. Interesting. I, I would definitely go to, a, go to another show. It was super fun. Yeah, other than that, I don't think I've been to another one that I can think of. Mm-mm. All right. All right. Well, should we go back to a little NFL talk? Yeah. Um, yeah, another thing for you guys. Uh, are we all in agreement it's Russell Wilson? Or is there another new quarter new face in a new place for a quarterback that you're more interested in? Um, it'll be Tom Brady when he goes to Miami. <laughs> you really think that's gonna happen? Well, enlighten me on this. You didn't see that? Uh-uh. Dirk, do you see that? Yeah. And why did you not send it to our group text? Well, because it was like, it it wasn't super, like, there was just kind of rumors um, about it. 
and just waiting for you to bring it up tonight. Let's see. I'm trying to. There was one quote from Mike McDaniel said today that it was fake news that that was a rumor. Oh, so yeah. He would need, he would need to get yeah. traded, right? The Tampa Bay Bucks quarterback. That's what do you call it? Fake news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From yesterday. Yeah. He, it was like, I think the rumor was the Dolphins like had a package together uh, pursuing Brady, and, but Brady was okay with it or something. Right, huh. Hamlin? Yeah, of course Brady would be okay with it. Yeah, yeah. Just another Florida team. <laughs> but yeah, that was the... But the I don't know if there was anything that started it that actually makes sense or if it was just one of those rumors that got some legs behind it for some reason. Mm. Yeah, I don't know yeah. where I was when this happened. It's probably driving. Probably. Um, but actually probably I mean, yeah, probably probably Russell, just because they didn't give up any of like their their massive offensive players for that. Yeah, no, not at I all. I was surprised that it not at least I mean because they, they gave up fans, right? No fan, but it was their like, Judy that, that Albert like, O is yeah, has flashed like as yeah, a part-time player. Good. So it might it might be good. an even want, trade for them. On that, on that like, position. Uh, Dirk, I remember talking to you like, oh, if we give him Aaron Rodgers, we'll for sure get like Jerry Judy or someone. Yeah, like that. I was excited about possibly Judy, but yeah, he's got Judy to throw to. That's gonna Judy be and Sutton, Cortland Sutton, Javante Williams, mm-hmm. Tim Patrick, maybe Melvin Gordon. If, we back. Yeah, I wonder. If, I was just gonna say if Gordon comes back, he probably will be because they'll play him back for cheap. I yeah, really hope not at this point. I, I mean, I hope not too. Obviously, we're all talking for fantasy wise, yeah. but it makes a lot of sense for the Broncos to bring him back if they can. Oh, AFC yeah, West is going to be wild. AFC West. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Like every Sunday night is. or Monday night, just put an AFC West game on, right. please. That that division is absurd. It's going to be yeah. a just a slaughterhouse. I mean, yeah, like KC. <laughs> really sure, KC lost Tyreek Hill, but. It's not. I don't think it's going to matter. I mean, they had yeah. plenty of weapons last year to throw to. Maybe yeah, they got Byron Pringle, uh, Nicole or McCall Hardman will step up. I don't know. They'll well, probably I, draft somebody in. Yeah, they'll in, get uh, someone in April and get someone to replace them. But sure. they, they still got Kelsey. So I mean, Kelsey Mahomes are a pretty good start to any any team. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the West is is just nonsense. But Denver, man, when they're not playing the West because the defenses there are can be next level. There's, they should just put up points left and right. With, yeah, uh, with, right. Yeah. With I mean, ease. they're just re- recreating what they did with Peyton Manning. Like they got the veteran quarterback, bring him in. Already got yeah. the weapons because at that point, I think those receivers are. Gonna they go had they off. with like Peyton who they, they had Demarius Thomas. They had Eric um, Decker. Jul- yeah, Julius Decker. Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Julius Thomas. Yeah, he popped off um, for those couple of years. I think Wes Welker was there for a little bit, but not during most of the run when he was there. There's another receiver though, I think. Um from the from the Manning teams? Yeah. Yeah, in Denver. Like one more. There's Decker. Demarius Emmanuel Thomas. Sanders, I think, was there too. Yeah, that might be who it who I'm thinking of. Was he? Uh so for, for some reason I think he was. <laughs> I think because I think he won a Super Bowl. I think, yeah, I think he was. Let's try to find out. Fact check I was thinking he he didn't have I know he had Brandon Stokely in Indianapolis, but I, mm-hmm. and I think Stokely might have played for Denver, but I don't know if they overlapped. Mm-hmm. Maybe right. I'm thinking of him on on Baltimore. I think, but played. it was kind of someone like that, like the, yeah. a very solid, but not, but not like a superstar. Are Let's you see. loving Zadarius Smith Hambone already? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, who is that? Oh, okay. I 
I don't know what you were expecting for me on <laughs> what kind of reaction. I was waiting you for were... you to be taunting us that you stole one of our players. All we do is steal the Packers players. I'm surprised we didn't get Rodgers. <laughs> hey, they're still time. Never say never, yeah. I mean, we got uh, Ryan Longwell, Brett Favre. Um, who is the receiver? Greg Jennings. Greg, Greg Jennings. Jennings. Yep. Don't forget about Darren Sharper. Darren, yeah, I oh, yeah. would love to forget about Darren Sharper. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Okay. Um, let's see. Got no. Why don't they just have the roster? Oh, because I'm gonna have to look at the full season. That's why. Still looking at that. Uh, the Broncos from Manning's years. Okay, receivers: Andre Caldwell, Eric Dalton, Eric Dalton. Eric Decker, Trenton Holiday, Damaris Thomas, Wes Welker. Um, next season. This is riveting, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, Caldwell, Cody Lanimer. Yep, Emmanuel Sanders was. Oh, um, looks like Neil and Durker, Neil. right? Good call, Neil. Should we do a rank? Chuck that's W up for the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Captain would be happy right now. Well, speaking of the Packers. Obviously, you know, big news is trading Devonta Adams, which we all thought was going to be Aaron Rodgers uh, a little while ago. But what what are our expectations with him and Derek Carr? Obviously, they were played in college together, had success there. What are we thinking with them and the Raiders? Because he's clearly the number one option. Darren Waller, you know, maybe 1A, 1B, 1C, Hunter Renfro. Like, they're yeah. all like, you know. I think it'll be I think, interesting how I think he, Hunter Renfro could absolutely feast. Yeah, year. I was just gonna yes. say that he's gonna be in the slot and like yeah, he's I think he's gonna go off. Oh, the middle of the fields is gonna be open for him. <laughs> yeah. He might get concussed three times next year, but <laughs> he's gonna have 180 catches doing it. Right. I mean, he was he was basically a number one receiver this year. Mm-hmm. And and now you just bring in one of the one of the best in the league. The currently. Raider. Who the Raiders else? They brought someone in one of the Kansas City receivers, didn't they? Um, like for coming into this season. Yeah, I'm gonna. You guys keep talking. I'm gonna look it up here. But yeah, with with Devontae, Darren Waller, and Renfro, that's. I mean, Carr's flashed. Like he hasn't really put together a full, complete, consistent season. But he he's definitely yeah. flashed for for good mm-hmm. stretches. And now he's got. What like has to be his best be, receiving core? Yeah, it, like he's got ever, like by now. far. And like, like I'm the guy I'm thinking of is uh, Demarcus Robinson. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I mean he 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 played well for for KC. Mm-hmm. I mean he, he's going to be as a this, as a as a fourth or fifth option. I mean that's that's pretty damn good. What about yeah, the Packers though? Like, <laughs> how surprising. Man. Was it when Rodgers came back and then Devontae was traded? Yeah, I mean, the only thing I like made me feel okay was that he it came out that he knew, and I feel like he had to have known right. that because you're well, not gonna be meaning Rodgers, he meaning Rodgers. I think this steps back to the whole the last dance when they posted that, knowing that both need to get paid and neither were going to play on the franchise tag, is my guess. Oh, yeah. That's and good. then probably, they probably yeah. knew that going into it. Like, all right, there's no way we can both stay in this team then. Yeah. This is well, one of us will be gone, but right now, last dance. Yeah, that's a good point. Just well, I mean, Jordan loves a receiver. 
I mean, yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, and I mean, clearly, Devante, he wanted out. Obviously, I mean, he, he's made it known he wanted to, he's gonna wanted to play in California at some point too, because didn't didn't the Packers offer just yeah, as much or more money than the Raiders? But he still took the Raiders offer. He's yeah. still not in California. What'd you say? He's not in California. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's gonna. That's still gonna he's take me a while. To, yeah, that's true. Come on, Neil. Yeah, I bet you feel pretty proud of that, now. don't you, Hambitch? <laughs> Probably prouder than I should. Whatever, dude. I got the I got the Emmanuel Sanders one. <laughs> that was a team win, though, between the two of you. This one was solo. That's true. Okay, I got a Wait. question for you, dude. Not about the Packers. Yeah. How do you think uh, Trubisky's going to fare, assuming he's a starter for Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh, right? Um, I mean, Deontay. I mean, no Juju. Yeah, no Juju. No. Oh, that's who Kansas City had. I knew they got somebody. I was blanking. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're gonna be. But, be okay. but I mean, Mahomes doesn't really like throwing it three yards in front of him every time. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, Wasn't Trubisky like not as bad in Chicago as everyone made him out to be? Like, didn't he? He had like two playoff team, appearances. Because yeah. like Nagy, obviously, right, <laughs> wasn't the answer. So I mean, like, I'm not, I guess I'm not trying to that. defend the guy as some franchise quarterback, but I feel like yeah. he did do better I, than I think, most people. Can I think for. some of it. He kind of had, again, this is probably just cherry picking moments, but he had some Jameis moments where he just making like hilariously bad decisions. Sure, that's a pretty good comparison. Yeah, but yeah, I I feel like from my super non expert brain, he kind of got dumped on a little harder. Yeah, yeah. and maybe it seemed be probably because he was a number what two overall pick. Yeah, it doesn't help that. That if he had been like a second or third round quarterback with the exact same career track that's happened, I feel like people would be a lot more kind to him. Yeah, that's a good point. Mahomes and was it Watson behind him? Yep. People always just talk about that. (laughs) And they forever will. (laughs) Imagine being a sports fan with your team doing that. I can never imagine that. Not the Timberwolves or anything. We could be in like year 12 of Steph Curry. It's goal, man. Well, I mean, we can say the same. We we could have traded for him, but we declined the trade and got Monta Ellis instead. But the Wolves, they're in the they're in the playoff hunt, aren't they? Right now, well, let's take a look here. We're number seven right now. Yeah, oh, so okay. you're in like that playing game situation, dude. Those yeah. plans. I was thinking about this recently. The bubble. Yeah. Okay, whatever. I, I get that. The fact that there's still plans right now blows my mind. I think that's so dumb. It's just a way so to get like more, more games in. Yeah, more games in. But like, if I was the eight seed, it's like, no, I finished as the eight seed. Why, right. why am I now playing the nine seed? That doesn't and make any sense. This is going to be like the only way for, well, actually, LeBron, they're only, no, yeah, they're five games beside the eight seed. So this yeah. is the only way that LeBron can still go in the playoffs. And even uh, are the net, I saw like, I haven't looked in the last couple of days, but the Nets were the eight seed last week. Yeah, the Nets are so. eight. And, but I mean, New York's the 11 and they're, are five and a half games back, so they're doubtful that they would overtake them. But even like Charlotte is a nine, they're only a half game back. Yeah, yeah. This is the playing stuff is so dumb because right. only f- so dumb five teams in each conference don't make the playoffs. <laughs> so mm-hmm. dumb. Like it, it means nothing. And yeah, they they do it so dumb where the nine plays or the eight plays the nine and ten and the ten and plays the, the seven. Oh, they do do it the right way. Never mind. But it's just I, so I, dumb. I, I was off the, on yeah, the seven but, seed, especially playing the ten seed. Like no, 
I should be in the playoffs. Right. <laughs> what the heck? And like this could be worst case scenario where I Bucks could end up playing the Nets in the first round. That's the last thing I want yeah, to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what had me thinking about it. Right like, as a fresh Kyrie is is yeah, into me, a okay. mid-season me groove in, in the postseason. Any other team Perfectly on, on that on that backhand and like just not them. It's just annoying to <laughs> think about. I just want the Wolves to finish as a top eight so that they're in. And it looks like they will. Most I mean, you'll probably you'll probably get to play at home at least for that playing game. Yeah, but then because like okay, then it, we're a playoff team. If we're top eight, then it's like there's no bones about it. But yeah, fair. San Antonio is 13 games below 500, and is in the playoffs right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah that's insane. <laughs> it's nonsense. Absolute yeah. nonsense. Who's even on San Antonio nowadays? I can hear Lonnie Walker, and that's it. Dante um, Murray is the only guy. I can yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Dolly's all star. Yeah, so I, but I got like, even, like Lonnie Walker. I wouldn't have even thought of. I, uh, I was gonna think of him because he was the one on draft day where he didn't cut his hair and his hat was like, yeah. like a couple of years <laughs> up. They've got Minnesota legend Trey Jones, um, and a lot of other people that non, like big basketball fans will know of. Right. They got the original Dougie Buckets, Doug McDermott. And I think, yeah, because last year he was on the Pacers. I mean, he's one of those guys that get like a new contract every year. Hambone, I'm in my fantasy championship this year. Does that make you want to rank uh, players? That's true. Dirk, Dirk knocked me it's out the in the first round. Yeah, Hambone. It's, it, actually, that's how you win. Dirk and I played each other in the first round. It was, Neither of us had a bye. And I think it came down to the last game. Yeah, it was an we, absolute battle. It was just going back and forth whether he was up 6-4. We were tied 5-5. And I got screwed because Andrew Wiggins shot like under 500 from the free throw line yeah. on the last game. So it was like Sunday, Sunday night, night game <laughs> to like put me down to four, six again. And the thing is, we didn't know what was going to happen if it tied five, five and how I was, I was just going to ask if it ties yeah. in the playoffs, like what's the tiebreaker? I don't know. We didn't. I, bet, uh, I wonder if it would have been like regular season and then you would have won. Because if you're doing the rotisserie score and you kind of have, you have to have a tiebreaker because it's right. Cause it's they're super, they're, it's pretty likely. Yeah. Right. There's technically 11 categories, but no one got a triple double the whole time. So, like, we didn't, no one scored on that category. But yeah, it's, it's pretty f- not frequent, but it happens. Yeah. During, like, during the regular season, head to head, that you yeah. do tie with the person, like, at 5 5. Yeah. I feel like that'd be super common mm-hmm. or yeah. common enough. More where, often than you think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We have to have to have a plan for it, but didn't get to find out. <laughs> well, and actually, how the regular season goes is like, let's say you win. I don't know, six five. You get six wins and five losses added to your record. It's not like mm-hmm. you get one win. So then that all just accumulates from there. Yeah. That that part makes sense though. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Would you prefer doing it that way or just um can you do like a, a full points where everything just Yeah, the the guy who runs the league asked me about that where it's like like points count as their number value and like assist is like two points or rebounds one point or something like that. Is that what you're asking? Yes. Some way yeah. to score it where it's like a, a head to head where it's more like fantasy football where right. you, you score and then it's a, it's a one win or one loss. Sure. I don't know. I kind of like having the categories just kind of, it makes it, makes it a little different. Yeah. yeah it's what would you different. guys think about doing? Not that I'm suggesting it, but just in theory, the a points, like not like a head-to-head fantasy football league, but just straight points. 
Mm, I prefer the head to head. I just like the. No, no, I I agree. Okay. Yeah. Same the, the one the one thing I like, and I think ESPN is adding this next year, which um which sleeper already has, is that you can add in a second win loss each week. Where if you're in the top half of the scores, you get another another win, and if you're in the bottom half, you get you get another loss. Interesting. So hmm. it it helps protect against getting screwed or like someone who wins, but like, or has a bad week, someone who get, who gets lucky and goes, I mean, it happens every season where someone is super low scoring, but they get other teams on bad weeks. So they're like in second place, but they're second to last in points or the team that's first in points is like a spot out of the playoffs just because of who they've played. Right. Yeah. So this helps guard against that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like both of us have been, on that end of the spectrum, whether it was, you know, the scoring high and being on the low end or scoring, scoring high and being yeah. on the top and still losing. Yeah. So if ESPN has that, I am going to implement that for our league next year. You're not going to ask. That one I'm going to tell. I mean, I'll, let me know when you do it. Cause I'm going to popcorn ready for the group chat. Yes. Same here. Make sure I have no meetings on the calendar. <laughs> that one. If, if you that, push back dude, against that, you know, rule, people are going to go off on that. What I'll probably do is I'll say, I'm going to do this. If anyone really hates it, speak up now. There's going to be at least one. You just know it. <laughs> no, there's going to be some idiot who puts some like smart ass comment in there. I can't imagine anyone's going to actually push back against it because it, it just makes too much sense. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. But it's end it's of changed. end of March. We'll find out in five months, four months, four and a half months. <laughs> I can't wait. Like Neil said, give us a heads up. Yep. <laughs> Make sure I don't have anything going on. <laughs> I'll absolutely not give you a heads up. <laughs> now that I know that you're waiting for that you're waiting with bated breath for it. Should right, we move yeah. on to Hey Hambage or anything else before you? Uh, yeah, I got nothing else unless you guys wanted anything else you want to talk about here. Derek? Yeah, I'm good. All right. I'm good. Fire away. All right, I just have the one here. Hey, hand bitch, let's turn the clocks back to maybe uh, 2020 or 2011, or sorry, <laughs> 2001 or 2002, whichever one you preferred. Summertime, you just got done with a baseball game, had a great game. Your mom's like, Matt, you played so well. You can have any Gatorade or candy you want from the concession stand. Unlike what Dirk called it, the snack <laughs> station or whatever, whatever he called it. Then. <laughs> Us, man. What flavor are you grabbing? What candy are you grabbing? Um, I'm not this, grabbing Gatorade. And the, now, it, no, 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 be, no, because, no, that's not. Nope, you have to grab a Gatorade. Yeah, you don't get because I don't want this. I'll get them out and do. <laughs> I mean, that's the answer. I was more of an all sport guy what, back in the day. <laughs> no, because I probably would have had Gatorade during the game, so it's not like what I'm running for afterwards. <laughs> but if that's what I'm forced to answer with, I will. Answer yeah, you're not making the rules here. Um, probably, probably. Ooh, no, I'd, I'd for sure go Riptide Rush. Okay. Oh, good, good yeah. answer. Okay. And if what, that were, wait, if that were to you... be out, the 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 blue glacier freeze, mm-hmm. and you can always fall back on lemon lime if you need to. Why? Because that's the closest to Gator or to a uh, mountain. No, because it's just a standard. <laughs> Just a classic like, standard, like but no, no, Rip, Riptide Rush was, was so good. Yeah. yeah, and what? And then, what? Specifically, candy or just snack? We're gonna go candy. Um, 
specifically to my concession stand or just (laughs) (laughs) yeah specifically to your concession stand that you used to visit (laughs) no because i i'm gonna say nerd rope but i don't know if that was like a staple at every they still make that i have no idea i haven't thought about it i remember having one i was like unimpressed by it it. they had one at ours yeah neil i'm with you it's kind of was like eh. I'm going to get a nerd. It's room. like I just want a box of nerds. I'd rather have that. Or Laffy Taffy's, one or the other. Or you get both. <laughs> I guess so. Okay, Wait. so like let's say I didn't say candy. What what would your snack have Yeah. Been? And what would you run to to get it for a drink? Well, we know. Oh, it was a, it was a, it was a Mountain Dew and nachos. That that was the standard after after game snack. Do you what was your what's your standard movie theater snack back then? Mountain Dew back. nachos. Back at, then, at my concession stand at my movie theater, <laughs> or um, no, back then would have been um some sort of icy, either cherry or blue raspberry or mix one of one of the three and popcorn. Man, dude, icy is that was the hot summer drink as a kid. <laughs> oh yeah, like just go to like I know like. It doesn't like Target always have them too, but like all like the gas stations, it's like oh, eighty cents for this big old cup, dude. Oh, fill, that, fill that as high as you best. want. That was the best. Going to like um, Super America, mm-hmm. like, they don't have those in Wisconsin, do they? Uh, there, are, there are Speedways. Speed, I Speedway, think, yeah. I think it's all the same company though. Yeah, but Super America, we would we would go to our morning like tennis, mm-hmm. like camp. We bike bike back, grab like a a thirty two ounce drink for like sixty cents. Oh, dude, it was so and cheap, just, and just start yeah. the day. It was it was incredible, and yeah, like it just wasn't oh, wasn't like a small point. cup. It was just this huge thing, and like you no, said, they cents. also had forty four ounce. But even we were like, we can't, we can't do the forty four ounce every time, <laughs> <laughs> and it was and that was still only like eighty cents. It was just nuts. And dude, kid summers just that was great, unmatched. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I have two questions. One that Neil just made me think of. That I guess I can ask right now. And then the other one's come dumb. But so f- same time frame, Hambone. Yep. Um that, that that Neil just said. If you uh like you're you're with your mom driving home dinner time and she says you can pick any fast food place to get dinner from, what would you pick and what was your order from there? At that time, um it would have either been whichever was closer between Wendy's and Burger King. And what's the order? Uh same same thing just whatever the the quarter pounder combo was. So, number 1. Hmm. I feel like Dirk's not satisfied from that answer. Not very you, satisfied. You, you wanted something more. I was expecting you knew your order, you know, maybe you got a toy with your order. What was your favorite toy, you know? And I just got whatever the quarter I, pounder order is. Yeah, that's that. That's the order. the The quarter pounder combo, the number no. the number one at both places. I mean, Dirk, I'm not sure what you're looking for, but <laughs> that wasn't it. I guess not. I like, it's not like you, I'm going to do some complex. He was probably hoping like, like I was going to get like the the chicken nuggets, and then I get yeah. two different sauces, mix the sauces yep. together, and then, and then like I get a third sauce for my fries, <laughs> and then my soda. I would get. You know, I'd do Pepsi yeah. first, and then my refill, orange, my no refill would be Mountain Dew, and then I'd get a third one after that. That would be a toss-up. Yeah. Well, Wendy's and Burger King have Coke products, so it would have been Mellow Yellow. All right. With no ice. 
No, I see. I knew that was a, a staple. Yeah. But what if you're ice, eating, ice eating is... there though? Would you would you include the ice? Because you're there to get the, you can get the refill whenever you want. Yeah. I still would most likely not get the ice. Because hmm. on on the on the walkout refill, which you have to do, I wouldn't want the ice, and then you don't need to dump anything. Hmm, that's true. And when you're there, the ice doesn't make much of a difference. It's it's cold enough. I suppose. <laughs> Ice is ice is maybe the most overrated addition to, to drinks like ever. I, I uh, I'm with Neil though that if I'm the one like filling it up, then I can do just the right amount of ice. Yeah. For the right amount of soda. But yeah, if somebody else is filling it up, then for sure. Ice is only good if the drink you have is like already warm for some reason. That doesn't yeah. need it doesn't need to be. If the if, it's, like if this drink is coming from the fridge, I don't need ice. But yeah, yeah. if it's warm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna need it. Yeah, I'm with Neil. But how often are you are you starting a drink that's warm that's not supposed to be warm? I mean, not too often. That's when you use ice. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So okay, there are there are cases, one. but usually usually you don't need ice. That's yeah. my stance. My second one. How many cows are in Canada? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? See what he says. Um, do you actually I, I, know this answer? I was going to say, yeah. is there an actual answer or is this one of know. those like Google job interview questions? Like how many golf balls can you fit in, fit in a school bus type thing? So I asked the question. See, I'm scared to answer something in case it's super wrong. Come off like an idiot. I mean, you can say any answer. And I think it might be right. Cause I have no idea. Like my first instinct was like zero. Cause like, I don't think it's that, but if he knows the actual answer, even if it's a, I, mean, I doubt, unless it is literally zero, I'm sure it's a, it's a projected number. Um, but it, it can't be zero in Canada. Oh yeah. You can look it up. Spit it out. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say zero. 3.5 million beef cows and almost a million dairy cows. 3.53 actually. I'm honestly glad you said that because someone asked me that. A friend asked me that this last weekend. And I did my thought process was the, was the exact same as yours. I'm like, this is a why why are you asking this question? There's gotta be like barely any. So I said a thousand. <laughs> and then I think it I think it ended up that like it was the our friend um uh or or, or wait. Yes. My friend, I think it was like she had an interview question or somebody asked her that, or she was told that was going to be asked in an interview or something like that. So then my friend, um, somehow that got brought up, brought up, but yeah, I was, I was with you, but I'm like, I don't get this. This is, I I kind of thought that too, but it's like, if it's only a thousand might as well just be zero. Like a thousand, I feel like wouldn't happen. And if it's an actual like number, I would have no idea where to even begin to estimate how many cows yeah. there are. So that's, I went big and I, I missed completely, but that's the game. That's fair. That's the game. Fair thought process. But yeah, that was my last one. All right. Um, I think that's going to close this one out. We've got a taste test coming up. Uh, the Bud Light Sour Seltzers is next on tap. We're actually, we're getting quite a, quite a list going. Of Dude, they just keep coming out with drinks, new ones. Yeah. Of drinks to add next. Like, this was, was meant for us. I was buying the the sours today, and I sent you guys a picture. I saw 
Smirnoff neon or seltzer neon lemonades, which sounds oh, yeah. completely up my alley. <laughs> like that blue raspberry and pink lemonade are going to be delicious. Spoiler on my pre-rank if we get to it. Still got, um, once we get available, they've got that hard Mountain Dew waiting for us. The hard Mountain Dew I'm begrudgingly going to do. We've got some Warhead seltzers, which we'll see. Not about holding that high hopes, but we'll see. <laughs> There's a um, maybe a is it Vizzy Mimosas? Yep, that one. Maybe yeah. on tap. To... But uh, yeah, we've got a got a few. But yeah, next next up, we're going to be recording on Friday the eighth um, for the the sour seltzers. So that'll probably be out the week after that, most likely. We've got that to look forward to. And as always, we're just going to kind of keep grinding away when we get a chance to get these out. Hope that works out for everybody. But um, just make sure you are subscribed on Apple and Spotify and where you listen. Gnome Boys, uh, so when we do drop one, you won't miss it. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Gnome Boys Pod for Dirk and Neil. This is Matt Hambage, and we'll see you all next time.